is an annuity right for you? Where does an annuity fit into a retirement plan? Today's podcast, we look at the role of annuities in retirement plans. We do so in the context of what is your purpose and your goals for your money. We also talk about your New Year's resolutions, and we also have a new Stump to Guru question. Lots to talk about today. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade. Well, as Fred said, we reintroduced Stump the Guru. We'll tell you all about that on the podcast today, as well as getting into some really good information and looking ahead as we are opening up a brand new year here, 2024. Uh, welcome into Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade is founder and managing director of the firm of the same name, Money Matters USA, in the financial services industry for many years and focusing on retirement planning and also bringing in a lot of experience and wisdom too. Uh, Fred holds a PhD in economics from Duke University. He's ready to talk to you about your retirement. Well, Fred, I, I don't know if, if we've never talked about it, if you make New Year's resolutions or not. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, once, you, once you get past the uh, health improvement resolutions, you know, then, then it becomes a bit... Uh, a bit tricky. Yeah. I and mean, we all eat healthier, live healthier, exercise, and then sometimes we we make goals that are so difficult to keep. You know, and after a month or two, we just throw up our hands. I only think that's about, true. Yeah. Yeah. Only about eight to ten percent of resolutions are actually kept for the year. So all I'm really saying is 90 to 92% of these resolutions fail. So why why make why make resolutions that you know are going to fail or are likely to fail? But why do most resolutions yeah. well, fail? Well, I think you're onto something there because it is um I think it becomes overwhelming. Maybe we make too many, maybe we don't take it incrementally. It's probably how we should look at any financial resolutions that we make because I think it's it's very critical to make sure that we keep on task with those. Yeah, uh, look, I, th- there's no question uh, about that and part of, part of the problem I think is lack of an action plan to create a structure that will allow you to to fulfill uh, on on a resolution. I mean, people say, hey, I don't have enough time. That's not true. Resolutions are not kept because people don't have enough time. They're, right. not, they're not kept for other for other reasons. And it, you're right. I mean, New Year, it, it's time to you know take a fresh look at things that you could do, things that you should have been doing. And um, if, if you're age 50, you know, then you really need to be thinking about income. If you're less than age 50, you can be thinking about growth. But once you're into a run-up into retirement, it's all about income. That's the name of the game. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's necessary to have some layout of, of what it is you're going to do to, to create income. Now, the easiest way to do that, I think, and, and the way that, that I like to do it is, is to use buckets, a minimum of three buckets that we use. And because um, this is really uh, very easy to do. And for many people, it's the same thing, you know, that their parents or they did uh, or saw growing up. My, my mother used jaws and she had labels on the jaws. 
uh, other people use envelopes. But it, it's, it's, it's why buckets actually work, because it's very similar to what people actually do. We can and, understand it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have three buckets and they are and they are color coded. My my green bucket is the income bucket. This is a bucket that you need to use in order to pay your bills and, and your monthly expenses, mm-hmm. the recurring expenses, the, the expenses that, that you just can't avoid. I mean, if you if you want water, you got to pay the water bill. If you want electricity, you got to pay the electric bill, the gas bill. I mean, these are bills that you just simply cannot avoid. And this is this will tell you what you need once you have a budget. And the budget is absolutely essential because once you commit to that budget, now you may have to tweak it from time to time, but once you commit to the budget, then you know what you need to have in, in that bucket. And that's my red bucket. That's, that's, that's the money that you need to meet your monthly expenses. Then we have a yellow bucket. And this, this is an intermediate uh, bucket. Uh, the first bucket are our needs. This, the second bucket is wants. I mean, if in here you can have a combination of different durations, but these are the things that make life interesting, they mm-hmm. make life enjoyable. But, you know, if at the end of the day, if, if you hit a rough patch and you can't uh, fully fund this bucket or, ha- or you have to give something up, because you're you're heavily market dependent to draw down from a portfolio. Well, the world will not end at that point right. because you, you have your you have your red bucket, and then the third bucket is a green bucket, and th- instead of uh, wants and needs, well, we we now have we now have our hopes bucket, and this is what we have to grow. We have to take money and continue to grow it because we have to counteract our, our own longevity. And uh, perhaps we have a uh, desire to leave a legacy behind. Maybe we have children, grandchildren that we want to provide for. Uh, or uh, maybe we are charitably inclined. Uh, and whether we're single or married, uh, and we want to leave something to a favorite uh, charity, school, institution that, that we uh, support. So we, we, need to, we need to have some money to grow in, in that in that bucket. So if you look at it in, in that very simple way, then going back to the first bucket, how are we going to get reliable and dependable income? And this becomes a challenge because people who say that uh, they're going to withdraw from their portfolio, we have to we have to deal with the fact that people are very reluctant to draw from their portfolio. And there's plenty of academic research and peer-reviewed uh, papers that demonstrate over and over again that people do not want to draw down uh, from, from their investment portfolio. They are reluctant to spend, and they will then live a suboptimal uh, retirement, uh, perhaps at 40 or 50 percent uh, of uh, their pre-retirement income. And, and it basically, they're above subsistence, but, but their life is really very boring because mm. they are absolutely committed to having a certain amount of money in their uh, portfolio. So let's say you have a million dollars and you've got a 20% drawdown. You now have 800000 in your portfolio. Is your life going to change? Yeah, it is going to change. Uh, but you, you're, you're, you're focus, your entire focus is not on withdrawing money, the minimal amount of money. If you can live on Social Security, you're going to try to see if you can do that because your whole focus is get back to that million dollars. That That's playing the what's my number game, and that's the wrong game to be playing in retirement. The game that needs to be played is, is, the, is the income game, and we can derive more income from a given amount of money using an annuity than we can if we're trying to do that uh, with a portfolio-based approach. Mm -hmm. However you're going to do this, whether it's going to be dividend-paying stocks, whether uh, whether it's going to be 
bonds. Now, the an annuity is simply a contract between an individual uh, and an insurance company. And the contract then requires the insurance company to do something. And the most basic thing it's going to do is to pay an income uh, to the annuitant. And if the annuitant lives long enough, it's quite possible that there will be no money in the account. And at that point, the annuity does not terminate. It continues to pay income. Now, there's nothing magical. There's nothing Las Vegas uh, <laughs> about this. It, it, simply, it simply is a, a, a very basic concept, which is called pooling. Now, there's a fancy name with mortality pooling, longevity pooling, whichever, whichever you like. Uh, but just, just think of how, how this was originally done. It, it, was, it was done in, in England originally. Then the same idea was done in Canada and the United States. Or I should say the American colonies at the time. Mm -hmm. But it was just, just some people sitting in, in a uh, counting house or uh, in, in a uh, bar uh, and uh, saying, you know what, it co it's costing me a lot for insurance. Why don't we just pool our resources? So instead of my having to pay $4,000 a year, I could pay $500, and each of us will kick in $500. And if we have a loss or what have you, well, we'll, we'll pay it out of, this, out of this pool. And this is the same idea. Of, of, of pooling um, that, is, that is used by insurance companies. The uh, annuity can be funded uh, as a single purchase, or it could be funded uh, on, a, on, a, on, recurring, on recurring deposits, uh, premium payments into the annuity. They could be annual payments. It, it could be uh, semi-annual. It could, it could be it could be monthly. Now, everybody who participates in Social Security is accustomed to an annuity mm -hmm. because that's what Social Security is. It was designed as an annuity. And I am not aware of anybody mm -hmm. who says, I hate annuities, so I don't want my Social Security. Uh, no. Keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to hear that one. That's for sure. I don't think so. Uh, but that, but we all know uh, because we all participate in Social Security, or at least most of us do. And um, the Social Security is is giving us a lifetime income with a survivor benefit, and also with a a cost of living adjustment. Now we can argue about about colas. Uh, all the time about how efficient they are, whether it's a commercial annuity, whether it's Social Security, do they really do a good job? Um, and academic papers are, are written uh, on this subject, and you can make the case that, that maybe they don't. But whatever, whatever the case is, there, there is an adjustment uh, that, you can, that you can have uh, or you don't have to. You can, you can solve the problem in in some other in some other way. But uh, usually, I'm a great believer in Occam's razor, which is that the simplest solution is is usually the best one. Not always true, but mm -hmm. it's usually uh, true. Now, uh, every annuity that I'm aware of, uh, the the money that is in that annuity grows on, on a tax-deferred uh, basis. So if you are using an IRA or a Roth, uh, there's no additional tax-deferral tax be, uh, benefit rather uh, by, by using an annuity. There, there may be other benefits, uh, but tax-deferral is already built into um, an, an annuity. Now, the, the primary purpose, as I said, of an annuity is to provide income. 
So the, the choice then is how will you take the, the income? Are you going to take it as required minimum distributions if, if the funds are qualified? Are you going to take some form of withdrawal benefit? Are you going to just do a lump sum, a series of lump sum withdrawal benefits? Uh, will you use um, an income benefit? And there's a lot to be said for income benefits because it's not the same as annuitization uh, because you, you, you're not giving up control over your money. It's, uh, it's a withdrawal benefit that based on your age and a, mortalities, a series of mortality uh, charting, and, and which are based on assumptions and, and, and mortality uh, history. And so it'll be a percentage multiplied against either the accumulation account in the annuity or some annuities have available uh, an, an income an income account. And that income account at, at usually grows at some rate of interest. Could be 5%, could be 7%. Uh, it could be 8%. It, it could be simple interest. It could be compounded interest, and it grows for maybe 10 or, or 15 years, or it usually will stop growing once you trigger the, uh, the income uh, benefit. Some uh, companies will also infuse the benefit once you uh, start taking income with uh, uh, index performance, some companies do not. It just simply it just depends on, uh, on what the other um, provisions of the annuity uh, happens to be. Now, annuities are not insured by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. And that's normally disclosed uh, at, at, uh, at during a presentation hmm. and, and certainly at, at the time of, uh, of contracting. But we know that, and this has been the subject of, uh, again, of academic papers, we, we know that, that these annuities are protected by state guarantee associations. Now, that's not a reason to make a big deal out of that uh, when, when discussing the purchase. But the truth of the matter is that let, if an annuity company blows up, either an, a bigger company will acquire it and acquire its assets, uh, and or this, the guarantee fund will pay out the benefit, uh, which might be simply a return of your premium. Or it might be premium plus plus an plus an income uh, benefit, perhaps at a lower rate of of growth. It might be a three percent growth instead of seven percent growth, for example. But but I don't know of any instance, and I'm open to correction here. I don't know of any instance where anybody ever lost their principal because an annuity company or a life insurance company became insolvent. Right. So if you look at the number of banks that become insolvent, and we just had a bunch of them in 2023, compare the, those numbers to the handful of legal reserve insurance companies that became insolvent and were either liquidated or acquired uh, by, by a bigger uh, company. Uh, generally speaking, Companies that are lesser rated usually pay higher rates of interest on 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 multi-year guarantee annuities, which are similar to uh, CDs or or bonds. They have a they have a interest rate, and generally that interest rate could be a hundred to two hundred basis points higher than a certificate of deposit uh, or the interest of the coupon uh, on a bond, and. Um, there's been an enormous uh, uptick uh, in, in, in the purchase of multi-year guarantee annuities because the interest rates have been so high. The durations are, are start at one year and, and go, up to, uh, go up to 10 years. Now, a lot of, a lot of uh, people complain that annuities are confusing. And... 
there's some truth to that. Uh, the more complex the annuity, the more you ask the annuity to do more things, the more complicated the product becomes. Now, the, the fixed index annuity, which is, not, which is not a security and shouldn't be thought of as a security, but it does provide the ability to earn to out-earn the multi-year guarantee annuity. Now, it may or it may not, but it has that potential because it's using uh, indexes in order to increase the performance of the fixed annuity. But again, these are general account products. Uh, the principal in the, your principal is uh, protected. You can't lose your principal. It's protected by the insurance company because it's part of their general account. Uh, and there may be charges. Uh, usually the charges are for either the income riders or some people uh, who would find great difficulty in purchasing life insurance might want to purchase an endowment rider, which uh, increases the, the amount that is paid at the time of, of death. Uh, some of the annuities have uh, long-term care benefits. These are fully qualified long-term care benefits, and they may, and again, they may make a lot of sense, particularly for people who would be otherwise uh, unable to buy a long-term care benefit because of of, of their uh, health issues. Um, another another thing to to bear to bear in mind is, is that, um, and some people have given a bad rap uh, to um, two fixed index annuities, uh, arguing that, uh, they, you know, you're not, you're not getting the full return of the market. Well, that's true. But you know what? You, you, you can buy other buffered products that are not going to give you the full return of the market. Mm -hmm. And, and, the, and a, new, a new one that's been out a couple of years is the Ryla. And that, uh, that is not going to give you the full up of the market, and it's going to cushion some of it, some of the uh, downside uh, of the market when, when there are drawdowns. I mean, there's, there is um, people, even outside of annuities, people are willing to give up some of the upside in order to get protected on the downside. Because what, what are you really concerned about? Are you really concerned about about you know hitting a grand slam uh, every every week every year, right? Or are you concerned about losing your money? And you know when I'll take when, the base hit. Yeah, so would I. Uh, absolutely. I mean, because when you're now in your fifties and sixties and seventies, eighties, nineties, you can't you you can't afford to lose your money. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to be thirty. And 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 uh, lose your money, and then you have you know thirty thirty five years uh, to to go right back into the uh, fray again, and uh, and recover and 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 grow your money, uh, when you are at the point where you've earned most, if not all, of the income that you're ever going to earn from from selling your labor, selling your brain power. What next? You, you you can't you can't afford a uh, significant loss and that's where it becomes vitally important to, to curb the to curb the downside which is again one of the attractions of the fixed index annuity where, where you have no risk to principal so uh, you know if you if you're if you if you ask some people what is more important to you the return on your money or the return of your money, Many people will tell you it's the return of my money that worries me because I can't replace that money because at this stage of my life, it's impossible. Mm -hmm. It's just not possible. Well, yeah, I mean, and so you opened up with um, the importance of and I think that's an easy enough resolution to, to look into to bucketing. In other words, properly allocating your portfolio. But you have a lot of tools at your disposal for ed annuity being one of those to help fill that income bucket. Yeah, I, absolutely. Um, 
I, I like, I'm not saying that anybody should have 100% of their money in annuities. That uh -huh. would be simple. That would be simple, uh, silly. What I am saying is that if if seven if uh, seventy percent of your money or more has to come from the stock market, you are going to be in trouble because the stock market is volatile, and that means that you have to be very flexible with your spending and adjusting your lifestyle. So as I <clears throat> said at the beginning, uh, the, the big problem that we know and has been validated, and that is the unwillingness of people to take money from their portfolio to spend on income and, and their lifestyle. So that, that is a major problem, and the annuity solves that problem because it, it's on autopilot. And every month, your bank account is going to have that deposit. And it, it's it's like clockwork, and I can't I can't tell you how many times people who have been somewhat reluctant and said, okay, let me do this. I'll buy an annuity for income. We'll turn the income on. And let's see what happens. And then, you know, a year, two, three down the road, they say to me, it's the best thing I ever did. Mm. Money is there. I, I, I can rely on it. I, I know how much I have to spend. And anything on top of that is gravy. So that and Social Security, plus whatever you can take out of a portfolio, that gives you a nice lifestyle. And if you can't take it out of the portfolio, then so be it. You, you, still ha you can still meet your basic expenses. You pay your bills. Uh, you've got food in the refrigerator. And and like and you can live, uh, you know, your life. Now, what you need to also look at is making sure that you've taken care of expenses that are occasioned by by health longevity. You know, health. Let me coin the phrase health longevity. Hmm, there you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you did a new one. Yeah, why not? <laughs> well, it's healthy living long and living healthy long. I like that. Health Jeopardy. Yeah. 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 Uh, pe people don't always want to address that problem because it's they'd rather deny that the problem will exist. It doesn't exist now. They want to deny that it will exist. Later, they have great difficulty in uh, meeting their their future self or imagining their future self. A um, experiment that was done at um, one of the uh, major universities had people write essays about their future self. And the upshot was that when they're writing about themselves 10, 20, 30 years in the future, they never talked about themselves. They always talked about he, her, they, but, but it was always an article, but never about themselves. So it just uh, proved in a very practical way that people have enormous difficulty imagining themselves in the future. And this does get in the, in the way mm -hmm. of, uh, of spending uh, for health care, there's an inevitability uh, about it. And this, this also makes uh, it important if you have an HSA uh, to be counseled on, on how best to fund and use it. Uh, if you uh, are preparing for, you've got good longevity in your family, you, you live the reasonably healthy lifestyle, you uh, avoid or minimize alcohol. You do not use tobacco products. Uh, if you're if you're a male, you're likely to live deep into your 80s. If you're married, if you're single, uh, early to mid 80s is is more likely. And and a woman is likely to live. A married woman is likely to live into her late 80s, into her 90s. Uh, a single woman, late 80s, with about 80. Eight 
89, something 87, 88, 89 is 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 likely uh, if for a single woman. And the the point I'm making here is is that the Medicare is is um, under tremendous strain, and um, one of the sad things about our health about our politics is, is that the two parties can't get together and and address and solve some of the major problems that the that the country has and they seem to be more contempt at throwing spitballs at at each other and calling yeah. each other names right so uh, it, the making making sure that these are addressed these expenses are addressed properly uh, are, is is important and it's very hard uh, to uh, to do that uh, out of out of income or assets and because you may start out with income eventually you start liquidating assets and if you're married that um, leaves the survivor in a, in a difficult position so we're talking about about bucketing, but uh, that also gets us to uh, to distribution. How you actually draw assets from which bucket, in 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 which order, and and there are differences uh, of, um, of of viewpoint, and again the mathematics of, of that, which I'm not going to get into. Uh, as to what strategy might might suit you best. But whichever so whichever strategy that might might be, uh, and we've talked about this. If if you go through some of our podcasts, we've talked about distribution strategies. But the point that I am making is that if you're married, you you want to, you want to have at least one asset plus Social Security for the survivor. Now that asset. Uh, could be a Roth or, or a series of Roth IRAs, individual Roth IRAs. Now, depending on your distribution strategy, if you're if you're, and there's nothing wrong with this, but if your distribution strategy is the classic strategy, the base the base strategy, then you're going to do non-qualified assets if you have them, then qualified assets, and then Roths. So that should leave one asset. That isn't going to be used if if you're following this distribution order. It's a, it's a very good order. Not in my opinion, it's not the best order, but but it's a very good one. If you're single, then you might want to be thinking about: uh, Are there family members that you want to leave a legacy to? Is there a charity that you want to help? The, the charitable strategies are highly effective. And they are not harmed in any way uh, by the Secure Act uh, or the Secure Act 2.0. The um, IRS hasn't issued a lot of regulations yet. Uh, they basically have said a few weeks ago that, hey, folks, we got so much on our plate, we just can't get to this right now. So do your best. If you have a problem, come ask us about it. But otherwise, uh, we'll get to it when we get to it. Hmm. So, so who knows? One day we'll get to it. Um, I, I'm sure eventually someday they will. But right now, um, charitable strategies are very effective and Roth strategies are very effective. It's been my experience that some people just won't do a Roth they they are just determined to, to use qualif use qualified money or or before tax or they they want to avoid the taxation legally uh, and so it's they're using qualified assets or individual IRAs and uh, they just don't want to talk about a Roth or sometimes they'll agree to do a Roth up to the standard deduction or maybe the twelve maybe the twenty. 4%, 25% bracket, but they don't want to get seriously heavy uh, into, into Roths. I think that's a mistake. The Roth is very, very effective, as are charitable strategies. Those are the two things that, that, that are open 
two individuals. There are other strategies, but these are the most basic ones that anybody uh, can uh, take advantage uh, of. Uh, I, I'm not going to, you know, uh, the, uh, well, let me, uh, I, I don't want to sound, you know, as, as though I am um, pushing Roths, though they make, they do make an awful lot of sense. And I think that we should use them uh, as long as we have them. And uh, the SECURE Act, and SECURE Act 2.0 is, is very Roth-centric. Uh, I assume because the the uh, government wants the tax money that that comes from the Roth, the backdoor Roth is still available. Now we can use annuities with all of these products. As I said earlier, there's no additional tax advantage. But but remember, um, there's no RMDs from either individual Roths or from uh, 401k Roths. Uh, and this was something that the Secure Act 2.0 uh, created the fa uh, or eliminated the the uh, RMD on a 401k Roth. So the 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 Roth is really really attractive. Uh, you know, the, depending on how sophisticated uh, your situation is, there are other there are other strategies. Uh, but the base the most basic ones are, are the are the two categories that I. That I've just discussed, and and depending on how you use charitable strategies, you can actually generate income uh, from those uh, strategies, and uh, still get your assets, still get assets back, or they can go to your favorite charity. But you've had the benefit of the income, uh, well, for however long you want. It can be ten years, fifteen years, twenty years, or or a lifetime. So uh, the, these are these are still available, and uh, pe people who are not advised uh, just read something. You know, th this is this is where uh, a financial advisor or a tax advisor can be of help to you. Let me say one thing in defense of of accountants. There, uh, there's a shortage of accountants in the country. Uh, younger people are not becoming accountants. The average age of an accountant is uh, in, in the high 50s. So uh, accountants are not necessarily going to be doing uh, tax advising work unless, unless you ask them to, and they, they just tell you that, that they don't want to do tax advising. They'd rather do returns. Returns are lucrative. So you may have to work with, uh, you know, you can, you might find a tax advisor who, uh, who's available to do that, or more likely you'll be, you might be working uh, with a uh, financial advisor uh, on these. Uh, one other thing I want to say about uh, annuities is, you know, they, there, there are annuities that are immediate. There are annuities that are uh, deferred. There are deferred immediates. Uh, <laughs> that that's where it starts to get complicated. Uh, but I will tell you that variable annuities uh, sometimes get a bad knock. Uh, be, again, it, it, it's people wanting the variable annuity to do more than it was basically designed to do. So you start adding riders and they start adding fees. So if you compare an income annuity um to let's say a variable annuity with with a income rider and, and a death benefit rider, uh, the the fixed annuity uh, will will be more efficient uh, because it, it's carrying less it's carrying less less fees. Now one other thing, um, fixed annuities don't have fees that are charged to you to the buyer. Uh, if you put you put ten thousand dollars in, you're credited with ten thousand dollars. You put a hundred thousand in, you're credited with a hundred thousand, and and so on. The the insurance company makes its money on, on the back end. So let's say the insurance company earns twelve percent 
and it, it pays you 9%. So it's it's making its money that way by, by pinching the on the on the earnings on the on the back end, but it's not charging you fees. And on the other hand, a 9% return with, with no loss of principal is certainly acceptable uh, to most uh, to most people. There, remember, you can't buy, you can't buy uh, the index or any index directly. And to quote Warren Buffett, uh, if if you don't want to really roll the dice, then buy indexes, buy, buy products that are that are based on indexes, and and that's a very simple way to be in the market. Uh, with, without taking enormous risk. Now the S and P is volatile. There's no, there's no getting around that. But uh, the volatility is, is what generates the gains, but it also generates the losses. And there are other indexes. Uh, there, there, there are, there are thousands of, of indexes. It just depends on on what you, what it is you're you're trying uh, to accomplish. And uh, that again, that that's where an advisor can be uh, of help uh, to you, because if if you're assuming that you know what your problem is, uh, and you can solve it, you know that that's like uh, the television commercial uh, where, where the guy is going to give himself brain surgery. And he's got the book out there, and he's going to operate. Uh, yeah, I mean the 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 challenge the challenge is that that once people learn something, and they get set in their ways, it's very it becomes difficult uh, to get them to uh, be be open to consider uh, other other information or other uh, alternatives. And some people are just not willing uh, to to uh, to do that. You know. Um, when when you go when you get a high school diploma or get or get a get a degree, uh, does your education stop at that point, or does your education continue from from that point? And if you say that it continues from that point, well, the same thing should apply uh, to uh, what you know about uh, about the, the uh, financial world. Just to say, you know, it's a, it's a new year. It's a fresh year. Let's get these resolutions going. Fred, a good uh, resolution would be make a phone call or visit the website. We'll tell you the number in a second. The website is moneymattersusa.net. And coming up, the return of Stump the Guru. Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principle, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. We're back with Money Matters USA. Yeah, that's how you get in touch with Fred. A phone call is easy enough, 800-593-8188, but also at moneymattersusa.net. At Fred's website, you can uh, definitely click the red light program, learn about the red light on the dashboard program. It's designed to help make sure you do not outlive your money. And in addition to that, Fred referenced past podcasts, and there are plenty of those. If you click podcast, you can scroll through the other 125 podcasts there in a write-up on each of those. Now, also, when you click that podcast tab, uh, you can, you'll see the drop-down for Stump the Guru. We haven't had this in a while, but Stump mm -hmm. the Guru is a, a regular feature on the show, and you can submit your question to Fred, and if he is stumped, and stump doesn't mean he doesn't, it doesn't mean he doesn't know the answer. It means he had to do a little research to better answer it. He calls that a stump, so he, he makes it worth your while. So click podcast, and then the drop-down you'll see for Stump the Guru. That's at moneymattersusa.net. Well, here's our Stump the Guru, the return for 2024. They're saying 
saying this. It's a listener saying he's 67, retired one year ago. He says he finished all the, of his to-dos. They knocked off the to-do list. Now, no idea what to do next. He's a widower <laughs> and, and no children. He says he needs help with what to do next. And he's also confused about how to manage his finances. So that's uh, a great point. I mean, it's something we need to consider in addition to the financial aspects of retirement. What are we going to do in retirement? Well, that's, that's, that's really very true. And, and people who don't... Uh, plan before retirement face this the problem that that he's uh, you know that he's talking about and from my experience pe- people often look at retirement as a race they get to the finish line and as one one lady in in a um, retirement group on a social media uh, site said, eh, I didn't feel like going to work. I was going to retire in three years, so I just called, called the boss, said, I'm done. Uh, mm-hmm. You know you know where to send the check. Well, that's, you know, they it, it's the finish line. They crossed the finish line. Okay, I'm across. Hey, yay. Now what? So w- when you're around 50, that's when you should start thinking about and planning for retirement. And that's all about the what it's the purpose of your money. And at that point, you have to start thinking about shifting from growth to income because retirement, as I've said repeatedly, um, retirement's all about income. So if you're a male in good health, you don't have to be great health, but just good health, you're going to live into your earlier mid-80s based on, on the average values that are determined by actuarial analysis. So you're really talking about a 20 to 25 year uh, retirement that that needs a plan. And that plan, you have to have some purpose to figure out what you want your money to do for you. And also means addressing taxes. Once you reach age 65, tax code changes, it becomes complicated, and it's adverse uh, to anybody who is 65 or older. And if you have a lot of money in IRAs, 401ks, 457s, 403bs, and so on, uh, you've got you've got to take that into uh, consideration because the tax bill is coming due, and you have to have a working budget to make sure that your money lasts as long as you do. If you are depending on a portfolio you're going to run into a problem uh, twofold. One is a reluctant to take money out of the portfolio, and then you also have to grapple with your greatest enemy, that which is a sequence of risk, uh, which if it happens within the first two or three years before retirement or the first two or three years into retirement, it's going to kill your retirement because you're going to be taking money out of that portfolio to live on and then when the market does rebound, you're not going to have enough left to make any difference to, to enjoy the rebound. So, again, as, as we talked earlier, the, the using, use of buckets makes, makes a lot of sense, and, and they can help you organize your money. And, and we use, as I said earlier, three buckets. So I, I think the real issue for most people, you need to have enough money to meet your wants and then you can then you can address your security and and your growth needs to 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 take care of your uh, longevity. Just think of retirement not as a race to a finish line. Think of it as the next stage in your life. And I believe that um, this person would benefit me from contacting me as would others folks, to experience our red light on the dashboard program could be cons- uh, valuable. C- consider it if you haven't had a good hard look or if you're concerned, then there might be reason f- for your concerns. Maybe not, but there might be. And if um, you have questions, issues, things that you can't figure out, then the red light program the red light on the dashboard program could be uh, for you. Don't assume that you know what your problem is and you're just looking for the answer. I mean, it's it's uh, I, I've got a size seven shoe and I need a shoehorn to get my foot into it. 
for most people, that's not the issue. And relying solely on the internet is, is a very dangerous thing to do. There's lots of misinformation. Some of that misinformation is deliberate. So if, if you're relying on that, you could run into problems. So that's my, that's, that's my reply. Uh, and it's also my uh, general advice to not rely solely on the internet. Be open to the fact that there's new information, that the research is constant, and what you thought was true 10 years ago may not be true, may have no applicability or uh, to today because circumstances change. Nothing, nothing stays still. You would, you're, that first television set that you owned is a lot different than the television set you own mm. today, that flat screen, multi-HDMI with, with, I don't know, well, 20, 20, 20 ways out to the internet, a lot different than... You know, then, then at first, well, the one I, I grew set. up with was more <laughs> furniture than anything. Uh, oh, yeah. And, yeah. and an antenna mounted on the roof of the house <laughs> for three yeah, whole correct. channels. Uh, yeah. yeah it, it, time and life moves on, and, and there are changes. We need to adapt to it. Retirement certainly looks different now, and it's, can, it's longer for most now. Uh, more important to get that plan together. So moneymattersusa.net, that's the website. Check that. Uh, and, and thank you so much for the question. I don't think we could call it a stump, but if you do stump Fred, and that means he had to do a little research for it, yeah. he makes it worth your while. That was not a stump, though, was it? No, it, it was not. So, somebody sent me a question that uh, that, that uh, it's not a question that uh, I, we would do on the podcast. It's, it's too, it, it's very complicated and it's way too specific. So I just let him know uh, that he stumped me. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. There you go. Well, at least he knows he stumped you. Uh, yeah. But easy to submit your question to Fred, moneymattersusa.net. Click the podcast tab, and then you'll see the Stump the Guru tab there in the drop down. And also definitely check out the podcast and the red light program. That's again at moneymattersusa.net. And for Fred to reach out by phone, 800 593 8188. Thanks so much. Have a happy new year and have a great week ahead. We do these every week so another one is coming in seven days money matters usa investment advisory services offered through money matters usa llc fred Sade and his guests provide general information not individually targeted personalized advice and are not liable for the usage of information discussed exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles this information should also not be considered tax or legal advice individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax legal accounting or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation past performance is not a guarantee of future results investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.